Hello. Hi. Welcome to episode one of Mental Health Uncorked. Episode one, we're here. Yay. Yes. My name is Arielle. I'm a licensed clinical social worker. And my name is Heather, and I'm a licensed mental health counselor. And we are so excited to be here today and having our very first episode. Yes, very excited. So we want to give y'all a refresher on our house rules. In case you forgot from last episode slash trailer, our first house rule is to check your feelings at the door. The door. (laughs) Our second house rule is to grab your beverage, whatever you feel like you may want to drink and sip on while you listen to us talk about mental health for the next hour or so, maybe less. Um, but whatever you think that you want to have, just grab it and just sit back and relax. Um, our third house rule is to buckle up and get ready for this episode. Yes. We are so excited to start today and our topic is going to be friendships. Mm, friendships. Yes. Friends. How many? Let's have them. Who thinks that? Um, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't want to even lie. <laughs> Question. Have you ever heard that song from start to finish, like the actual whole song? I think so. I mean, I think. I, 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 to my knowledge, I could be wrong. I've only heard that song one time. I ain't going to tell you where I was when I heard it. Uh-oh. And I was like, are, are we really playing this right now? Like, from start to finish, the whole entire thing? Is it long? Uh, I felt like it was long, but again, considering where I was at, it was just like, really, we're, we're doing this right now. So I got to hear this <laughs> story <laughs> later. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that <laughs> off the podcast, but... I was just curious because I'm like, I never heard it. Like, I've heard people like friends and you just, because you've heard it. So, yes, but I've never, I'm like, why in the world? Anyway, <laughs> so, yes, we are here to talk about friends. And speaking of songs, I wanted to start off today with asking y'all about TLC. Mm-hmm. What about your friends? I am not a singer, y'all. <laughs> but that was pretty good. Those, thank you. Thank you, I tried. The Lord knew what to do. He knew not to let me be a singer. He knew not to let me be a singer. Um, so for those maybe little ones, not really little ones, but youngins mm-hmm. that we might have on the podcast, um, there is a group. I don't want to say was because these ladies are still out here doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, corona it just put a little bump in the road for them, but they were still out here doing their thing. They were. So, TLC, which consists of T-Boss, Left Eye, and Chili, mm-hmm. three very awesome, beautiful, powerful women. Um, around the 90s, were just banging out hits. Yes. And one of the hits that they um, had was, What About Your Friend? If you don't know, go Google it. Go look on YouTube. It's a banger. But they have some really powerful lyrics. Um, And so I'm going to go through the lyrics real quick. Just for y'all who don't know, you need to know. Get yourself together. But um, the hook 
was, what about your friends? Will they stand their ground? Will they let you down again? What about your friends? Are they going to be low down? Will they be, will they ever be around or will they turn their backs on you? Mm, that's deep. Who are you telling? Will they stand their ground? You know, in this day and age, this whole standing your ground thing is very, it's a hot topic. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a hot topic. Will they let you down? Are they going to be low down? Mm. <laughs> Will they ever be around? We hope so. Will they turn their backs on you? Like, that's rough. Those are powerful lyrics. Rough. Yeah. Like, none of that is good. That is not friendship. No. Not at all. So if we're thinking about friendship, um, in all my extraness, I like to break words, like, all the way down. Like, I'm straight Google uh, Merriam-Webster West- mm-hmm. every day, all day. So we went and looked it up, y'all. And so a friend in its noun form is one attached to another by affection or esteem. Mm-hmm. Um, one that is not hostile and one that is of the same nation, party, or group. In its verb form, it includes someone who is, I can't even read it for real. It's basically these people that y'all are saying are y'all friends on social media and that's how y'all are basing your friendship mm-hmm. on. So that's what it is in this verb form. We will not be touching that today, but I'm sure at some point later on um, in the podcast, <clears throat> we will touch on social media and all its great And fake friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, for the purposes of today, we're going to just stick to its noun form. And I want to pull out those two words, affection and esteem. Um, because I think sometimes people think they know or they want to say what constitutes a friend but when you start breaking it down for like what it really is Mm -hmm. affection you know you really liking and caring for someone like caring I feel like is another buzzword like I genuinely care for you and then the esteem I'm holding you in high regard like I value you like um, when you look up esteem, it's a prize, you know, high value. Mm-hmm. And do the people that we really call friends, um, which I feel like is a very loose term that's just thrown around way too casually. Do we really high, highly regard these people and feel like they're a prize? Like it should be a prize for someone to be in your life. Right and you should care for this person um so it's it's deep it's deep um what would you say constitutes a friend like when when you are ready to say someone is your friend what are you looking for or what what have they shown you I should say someone who's there for me um not just through the good times but the bad times too someone who's Mm -hmm. seen you at maybe even your low points um Someone who you can talk to without them being biased or passing on judgment. Um, someone who is just truly there for you and you're there for them. 
it goes both ways. Like you cannot have a one-sided friendship either. So you have to do the same thing for that person that they're doing for you. Um, I think lots of times you call people our friends, but really they're more so acquaintances. Um, True. Acquaintances are people who like we are cool with and we have a good time with, but we may not be able to really depend on them when it comes down to it. I think a true friend is someone who you can really depend on. Absolutely. And so some people have like, they don't, what about, what would you say? Because sometimes I can be a little bit prideful and I don't want to ask nobody for help. Mm -hmm. So then like someone might not ever get the opportunity to say that, you know, well, I might not get the opportunity to say that they're dependable or whatever. Right. But for me, it am and you touched on this and I love that you said it like is it mutual is it reciprocal mm-hmm. like what I'm pouring into you are you pouring the same level the same intensity into me and uh, yeah into me or am I constantly only pouring into you or are you feeling like you're only constantly pouring into me and definitely okay. it should not be one sided because that's more of a toxic friendship um when it gets down to that level um I think a friend is, is like, amicable. So you're both, like, on the same page. Like, you're both equally, not yoked, but, like, you're both equally caring for each other and there for each other. And it's not one-sided at all. Definitely. So so you, <laughs> you're talking about this equally thing. So I have my whole, I call it my crab sheet tray uh, theory of friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... <laughs> For our listeners who don't know about these crab trays, we are in Florida, um, and we have what's called garlic crab trays. The best thing these, ever. The best. Jesus. Let's just take a moment of silence for these crab trays. Okay. Okay, and we're <laughs> back. So you think about some fresh blue crab that has been cooked and smothered with butter and garlic and all kinds of just I'm going to need a crab tray after this. Mm. Just nice seasonings. <sighs> and warmed up too. Oh okay, yeah. Just melted gooey. It just, it's, it's awesome. And so here's the thing. It's not a, a you can't really too much be cute eating you some crab. <laughs> Even if it's not a crab tray. Um and so I say I have my friends that those are my garlic crab tray friends. We can go hang out at each other's house or go out to eat. And we're going to just get down and dirty, mm-hmm. talking, having a good time, eating our garlic crabs. Yep. I got friends that they're constantly sending me business networking stuff. Um, I used to have friends that I would go out clubbing with. <laughs> I have my friends that I go to church with. And one of the hard lessons I had to learn was I could not take or invite my crab tray friend to the business meeting all the time Mm -mm. or my club friend to church. And so one of the things I think people need to understand is that friends serve different purposes Mm -hmm. in your life. And it's very rare that you have a friend that can cross over all those um, different spectrums. Like those are my, like, if you're, if I'm calling you my best 
of the best friends mm-hmm. is because I feel like you can go into all those different arenas. I think we can like, do that together. Like we've gone and got to get a crab tray and gossiped all night and play music. But then we've also gone to like business affairs as well, you know, and there you go. There you go. Um, and, and I think that's why, you know, our, our friendship has the longevity that it has. And even though there's like an age difference, there's been um, a location difference mm-hmm. at times. Um, but because there's so many different layers in which we have in common and can relate to, it makes the friendship better and stronger. Right. Um, versus somebody I can only talk church about. You know, you can only do that so much. Right. Or someone you can only go out to eat with. Exactly. Um, yeah. So let's get into talking about some healthy boundaries with friends. So when you have friendships, you want to make sure that you are setting some boundaries. Whether that be for topics that you talk about or how personal you want to get with them, um, with your personal life. Um, Some things you may share with one friend, but not with another friend. True. So, <laughs> so definitely we want to make sure we're aware of those boundaries and that we're not allowing people into our lives who are not going to really have our best interests at heart. Yeah. Because you yeah, also okay. have those friends that kind of act like they're your friend, but really they talk behind your back or they may talk to you about some people about you and you may not realize it but you're telling them all your deepest darkest secrets or, and- yeah or convenience they're friends for with you out of convenience of what they can get mm-hmm. yeah and that happens too so you want to just make sure like that kind of goes back to our earlier topic about what's a good friend and who's a good friend and that's someone who you can share things with and you can trust that it's not going to go anywhere else and that they have your best interest in mind when talking to them. True. So we don't want to use the word friend too loosely because not everyone is our friend. Some people are acquaintances. Yes. Is there a step below acquaintance? <laughs> um. Mm person <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I was just because I feel like even with acquaintance it's a level of expectation that you would have in a, a acquaintance as well mm-hmm. like to still respect me on a certain level and I'm going to respect you and I might still share a, a part or a piece of me but not on the same level as a, a um a friend but then I feel like I don't know what word to give it but I feel like there's even another level where you just mm-hmm. we kind of coexist um yeah that's a good question I guess I would say I just know. someone who you know <laughs> yeah oh yeah I know her 
or somebody that you used to know. <laughs> oh, that makes me used to know. So here's the thing. I want to ask you about this. Do you believe in falling out? Yes. You do? I mean, I don't really fall out with people because I'm not really like that controversial. But uh-huh. I know people who have like had major fallouts with friends and they're just not friends anymore. See, here's my belief on falling out. Um, I I have I share a same similar belief like on when people say they fell out of love with someone. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like you didn't fall like you just missed these red flags of this person and now whatever it is. Um, because of like the shifting that we do in just life, mm-hmm. it, they have now come to a head. Like this person, like I've heard people fall out about like money or like you've been not wanting to give this person money. You knew they didn't replace people. They just so have, and you just thought that it was, you were exempt from it. Mm-hmm. And then now they finally have exhausted maybe everyone else. And now they're coming to you and your expectation is they're going to, they're going to treat you differently than they have everyone else. Right. And they do the same thing to you. And now you've fallen out with this person when consistently yeah. over however long they've showed you who they are kind of situation. That's, I don't that makes sense. that's a really hard realization um, to come to terms with because you felt close to this person and now all of a sudden you're just not friends anymore. Yeah. So that's really tough. Yeah. It's hard when, because you spend a lot of time and you create memories with people. Mm-hmm. Um, to, especially if someone's been in your life for like any significant amount of time. And it's like, okay, what do you do now? And that kind of yeah. segues into like our next like talking point. Of, like, people being around, you know, you ever heard, like, the season, reason, lifetime, friends type situation. Yes. Which is, gosh. Unfortunately, <laughs> that happens. So you have friends who, people say, oh, you're friends for a season. And it's sad because you want this person in your life for, you know, forever, I guess. But then you come to this realization that they're maybe only meant to be there for um, maybe while you were in high school or while you were starting your first job and then you guys like parted ways and stopped talking as much and then you're just not friends anymore and so that happens I think it's part of like a natural progression of life um definitely not everyone is meant to be your friend forever yeah and I I believe it. I fought against it for years, but now um, I'm on board. I believe it, like, definitely. Because cause here's the thing I had to learn the hard way, is whenever you try to hold on to a friendship longer after it's expired, mm-hmm. it's a, to a detriment to yourself at that point. Yes. Like, you're not going to progress. You're not going to grow. Um, and it can be far worse than just even that if you continue to hold on to this like I said, this relationship that is expired or the reason why they've come in your life has already gone and, and passed, mm-hmm. but you're still holding on to these memories or, you know, just really operating out of what they are capable of being in your life. Right. That's really tough, especially when, like, you thought they were, were going to be around for a while, but holding on to someone who's not really a friend anymore, what she said is really just detrimental to yourself because you're 
holding on to these old memories and you're always reminiscing, but they've like moved on. Mm-hmm. And you're wanting to be yeah. friends with them still and this and that, but you need to also learn to let go. <laughs> yeah. But that makes the friends who are actually in your life for a really long time even more special because you've like gone through all this stuff together and you guys are like true friends because they've been around and they've seen you, you've seen them through ups and downs and you guys have still stayed together. So that's Definitely. even more special to have a lifelong friend. Definitely. Another song just popped up in my head. Um, Who is it? Oh, I'm gonna be so upset with myself. I get this wrong. Is it Drake? No new new friends. No new no friends. No new friends. Mm-hmm. Is that him? That's Drake. How do you feel about that? Um, like that whole philosophy. So that's not really my philosophy because I'm always making new friends, well, <laughs> quote unquote friends, because I'm just a social person. So I can be like somebody and like. I'll keep in touch with them for, like, months or years. Like, my mom always says, like, how do you still talk to this person? Like, this and that. I'm like, I don't know. I just like to, like, keep in touch with people and see how they're doing. Um, so but are those friends, though? Or are those acquaintances I mean, that you just happen to keep in touch with? I guess they're acquaintances. But I'm so open to making new friends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, I have friends at my job, like, people who I've met, like, a year or two ago who have not been in my life for a long time. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think we're, like, really close friends. We're not just coworkers anymore. It's, like, you mm-hmm. work with them every day. And yeah. so you learn a lot about them and their life. And, like, you guys grow really close. Yeah. And so I would call them friends. Because you hang out outside of work as well. You don't just see each other at work. But. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Definitely. But that was a good reference. What do you think about Thank it? Thank you. Um, I think it's, you stifle your growth whenever you put something like that in place. Because who, who, who's to say that this new person, um, this new friend in your life is not going to help you go to the next level mm-hmm. of whatever it is or, or push you to be better or your current friend group you don't have like that key person that just really is honest with you right and so you know that could be a person that's gonna just be cutthroat honest with you um which I think that's a special type of friendship where you can have someone be like look you're wrong and you be okay because of the bond that you have Mm -hmm. to receive that from someone um I have people that I truly those are my friends but um, I I can't necessarily say it exactly like how I would like to say it. Mm-hmm. So there's some people like I have to kind of sugarcoat it a little bit. Like, eh, I don't know, sweetheart. But then other people are like, uh-uh, honey, you dead wrong. Like, you need to stop. <laughs> like, this is what it is. <laughs> yeah, this is, no, we're not going to even play around with like it's something else. This is, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that just speaks to, again, like, you know, where are people at in their own lives? Because mm-hmm. sometimes, depending on what someone might go on, they might need just somebody to support them. They might need a cheerleader. They might need that keep a real friend and to be able to um, be who your friend needs mm-hmm. to in the different seasons. Right. That is very true. You have, you have those friends who are there for you like five years ago and you're really close friends, but then you reconnect with them. And another season of your life, maybe because you guys both have kids now, or you both have little babies, yeah. and or something like that, and so you kind of reconnect with friends in different seasons too. They don't always have to be like done after like a period of your life. 
Definitely. There's always like room to grow and to reconnect as well. Definitely. Like my hands down, very best friend in the whole wide world. I do not talk to her every day. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if we even consistently talk like once a week. Mm-hmm. But that that is my best friend. Yes. Um that so it you know, people will be like, Oh, I, Heather's my best friend. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah you you you're you're up there but there's only one yeah. like what what is the saying there there's no there's only room for one like <laughs> <laughs> so i have really like really good friends i have um my friends that call my sister friends mm-hmm. and i feel like if, if you get the sister friend category you are doing great wow like you would you were doing something in your life um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I find that it, for me, friendship, cause I'm such an introvert, um, believe it or not, very naturally shy. Mm-hmm. I don't um, believe it. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't want, I, I, it's like the saying, I love you first. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, some people have, like, I, I got to hear it from, like, I had to hear it from someone else first, like, <laughs> kind of situation before I'm like, oh, yeah, that's my friend. That's my, that's my homegirl. Because what my fear is that I feel a certain type of way about them that they may not feel about feel me. Like and that def- yeah, and that definitely is not probably the healthiest um, mm-hmm. to me. So I definitely would not recommend that people be like, no, you need to wait and feel this person now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you just should be your authentic self at the end of the day. Like, if you you feel comfortable saying that this is your friend and, you know, telling everyone, then by all means do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, for me, I'm I'm working on that kind of stuff. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> I can relate with you on the best friend thing and calling someone your best friend because, like, I'm guilty of calling a few people my best friend, not going to lie. But I do have that one, one ultimate best friend that I like. Me and her, like we, like you say, we don't talk every day, even every week, maybe like yeah. every once in a while. But there each time you back to, <laughs> each time you like reconnect, um, it's like we never like stop talking, and we've never gotten to a fight. We've been friends for like almost fourteen years now. Mm-hmm. Like we just don't, and it's like the best friendship ever. Like there's no yes. drama, no toxicity. Yes. It's just. Great yes. friendship. Yes. And I, so I think there's something to be kind of said or learned about it. Like you don't, in order to be super close to someone, you don't have to be super close to them. Mm-hmm. Like talking to them wise or proximity wise. Like I love that you said, like, it's like you just pick up wherever you left off at. Like right. it's time. is not a factor at all. Like, yes. The experiences that you have built over those times is what matters. Like, being there and accountable like you know you know you can call this person at whatever time yep they're going to answer they're going to ask you what you need they're gonna be Mm -hmm. ready Um, they're there for you yes and it's an amazing feeling to know that someone cares about you so deeply to drop whatever it is that they have going on and, and be there for you like to show up for you Yes, I love that. Show up for you. Yeah. Definitely. 
Ah, goodness. Yeah, so the, I think the takeaway would be just kind of do an inventory. I um, listened to a book. I actually finished it a couple days ago. And it's Relational Intelligence. And hold on, let me get his name right. Darius Daniels, I believe. Okay. Um, we can put his information in um, the comments. But he says that, you know how you have like IQ mm-hmm. and then what has been really popular lately, the emotional intelligence. And so he says that relational intelligence is just in, as important as those two things. Wow. And he actually goes in like really deep on a lot of these things that we kind of just touched on mm-hmm. as far as knowing who friends really are, um, knowing where to place these people in your life. Are they here forever? Are they here for a season? Like all those things. But one of the biggest takeaways I had from the book was he, he suggests that we should be constantly doing an evaluation on our friends. And I mm. want to say, he says every six months or so, you should be taking inventory on the people in your life and the wow. relationships. And at that point, whether or not they need to be shifted and moved around. So, okay, wow. did they serve their purpose already? Um, or no, are they still good? Are we still good? And then, you know, move forward until it's time for you to do it again. And I thought about it and I was like, have I ever done that? Or have mm-hmm. I, and I, and I thought, I was like, I've done it out of sheer emotion. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, something has happened and now I need to figure out whether I want this person still in my life versus right doing it when I'm calm and just really taking inventory not from a, a heightened emotional place of just mm-hmm. like what do, what does this person mean to me what are they giving me am I okay with still giving them whatever I'm giving them like that mm-hmm. reciprocal stuff that we were talking about earlier like, and I, I was like I don't do that and I need to start like, I like that yeah that's a really good advice <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, yeah, I, I highly suggest if anyone listening is um, just really curious about relationships and wants to dive deeper into the subject mm-hmm. to go uh, check out this book. And if you're not someone who likes to actually read, it's definitely on Audible. Um, free shout out to them. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's it's really, it's really good. And it's not so like deep or it's like, too much to ingest it's like just the perfect amount of inner um information awesome yeah thank you for that tidbit i try i try you welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well we had a great first episode yes this was fun yes can't wait to do more absolutely this absolutely. is just the beginning yeah so if y'all have any topics um, that y'all want to hear about, please let us know. Um, we are open to talking about just about anything. If you have yes. any questions, <laughs> please uh, reach out to us and we definitely will make sure that um, we either write you back or discuss whatever the question is in a podcast episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are here just to spread the word. Mental health is good. 
mental health is okay. Mm -hmm. Um, No one is perfect. We all go through it. Um, And we're just going to continue to do life together. Yes. Let's all do life together, guys. Yeah. And so next week's episode is going to be about men and mental health. Um, So we have a lot to touch on the episode and really kind of dive deep into that topic. We're excited to share with you what we come up with and just to hear your feedback as well. Yeah. So if you know a man who you feel like can benefit from hearing about um, mental health, resources Mm -hmm. what they can look at if you know a woman who needs to know you know just have some more insight into why men are the way they are as far as mental health is concerned stay tuned yes definitely and we'll see you guys next time bye Thank you all for listening today. We really appreciate it. We want to share with you our social media handles. So our Instagram page is at mental health uncorked. Our Twitter is at mental uncorked. Our Facebook page is called mental health uncorked. And if you want to shoot us an email um, about suggestions or questions that you may have, our email address is mentalhealthuncorked at gmail.com. Yeah, please like, 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 share, 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 follow, follow, follow.